Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And you know what? With the PS5 finally due to imminently hit stores, the PS4 is indeed wrapping up its generation-dominating run, where it delivered a consistent slew of polished, high-quality AAA exclusives and cemented itself as one of the greatest video game consoles, and say it with me, kids, of all time! And while there are dozens, if not hundreds, of incredible games to fondly reminisce about, it's also important not to forget some of the utter tripe that Sony has allowed to be counted among the PS4's lineup, because these were less AAA and more way, way down in the dumps. Do not play these games under any circumstances, my friends, because you will do yourself a massive injustice. So with this in mind, I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 abysmally terrible PS4 video games. Number 10. Left Alive Left Alive was sold almost solely on the involvement of legendary Metal Gear Solid artist Yoji Shinkawa, who created promotional art for the game and also designed some of its characters. And while on paper the game certainly had the potential to be a thrilling spiritual successor to Hideo Kojima's beloved stealth action franchise, one with the giant mechs and stealth-centric gameplay, it was ultimately a catastrophe of atrocious game design. Even if you can accept the overabundance of bugs, generic visuals that just look awful and those lens flares i'm blinded and obviously the terrible voice acting left alive simply just wasn't fun in the slightest the stealth gameplay is ultimately more awkward and annoying than fun made worse by inconsistent enemy ai and agonizingly long stretches between checkpoints even with the developers eventually patching in a more casual difficulty setting this was still a joyless slog to play through number nine my name is mayo my Name is Mayo occupies a special place on this list because, to be honest, it barely qualifies as a game at all. The game revolves around entirely tapping on a jar of mayonnaise, and that's pretty much it. As you click your way to 10,000 clicks in order to complete the game, you'll receive unrelated factoids and the ability to dress up your giant kooky outfits. But this is really only a scarce attempt to disguise the fact that it's a glorified trophy printing machine. Given that it costs just 99p and its platinum trophy can be obtained in a a half hour, it's surely the most cynical video game available on the PS4. The fact that it makes a half-assed attempt to dress itself up as quirky, self-aware, and a kind of anti-game that has a commentary on gaming achievements only makes it that much more infuriating. And to make matters worse, it was just recently confirmed that it was going to get a sequel. Why? Why? Number 8. Godzilla 
How hard can it possibly be to make a Godzilla game that just delivers the basic goods? It's telling that this game was developed for the PS3 as its lead platform because the PS4 version both looks and plays years behind the times. And at certain moments, especially where the environments are concerned, it could even pass as a late PS2 or early PS3 release. Oof. Furthermore, the combat is sluggish and unsatisfying, the controls are awkward, and the criminal lack of co-op functionality is embarrassing for this fighting game. A lot can be forgiven if a game is fun, but Godzilla renders monster-on-monster mayhem inexplicably tedious with low-effort gameplay and presentation that feels like it was hastily cobbled together in just a few short months. The King of Monsters deserves so, so much better than this. Number 7. Bravo Team with pre-release hype touting Supermassive Games' new VR title as the hardware's answer to Rainbow Six, it was nothing short of a crushing disappointment the Bravo team turned out to be, well, the PSVR's biggest AAA failure to date. While being one of the few games to make use of the terrific PSVR aim controller, Bravo team's mediocre controller tracking, ugly graphics, abundance of technical jank, and generic style made it one of the PS4's most forgettable blockbuster titles. Eurogamer later released a deep dive into what went wrong throughout the game's production, which was rushed to market in just 13 months. A gargantuan task for a flat game, let alone one in VR. Thankfully, an effortlessly superior military VR shooter was released on the hardware a few months later in the form of Firewall Zero Hour. Somewhat unsurprisingly, Supermassive hasn't developed a single VR game since Bravo Team was rightly raked over the critical coals. Number 6. Fluster Cluck even if you can forgive its groan-inducing title, which deep down I'm actually just jealous that I didn't think of first, Fluster Cluck is a twin-stick shooter which fails the most basic test. The controls are terrible. Despite the balmy potential of a shooter where your goal is to turn as many things as possible into chickens, between the rubbish controls, bland maps, garishly colourful presentation, and generally unremarkable gameplay, this is a glorified tech demo that somehow tripped and fell onto the PlayStation Network. Though some may argue that the game proves vaguely passable during co-op gameplay with three pals and many, many beers, there's really not enough alcohol in the world to make Fluster Cluck anything more than a headache-inducing irritation, albeit one that you'll at least quickly forget about. Number 5. The Quiet Man there's perhaps no PS4 game more bafflingly terrible than The Quiet Man, which even with the major backing of Square Enix and its mysterious marquee reveal at E3 2018, was quietly <laughs> dumped onto the PSN with zero fanfare. Despite an interesting gimmick that's presenting the experiences of a deaf man through minimal use of sound, The Quiet Man was ultimately an aggressively awful third-person beat-em-up, which was memorable only for its howlingly terrible live-action cutscenes. Many simply couldn't get past the fact that the game's plot is scarcely comprehensible on a first run-through before unlocking the ability to play the game with, you know, actual dialogue, which was only compounded by the simplistic yet infuriatingly difficult combat. With smarter execution, The Quiet Man could have been a landmark piece of representation for the deaf community, but instead it was a borderline insulting train wreck whose value only lies in scattered, unintentional comedy. Number 4. Wanda in theory, it's difficult for MMORPGs to fly totally under the radar, given that they live and breathe on the strength of a sizable online community. But the independently produced, non-combat MMO Wanda largely came and went without a peep, ultimately shutting down barely two years after it launched in the summer of 2015. A sans combat MMO is a neat and bold idea, although one that definitely needs to be backed by worthwhile innovations as a replacement which Wanda simply did not have. There's also little in the way of traditional 
traditional RPG mechanics, and so players are tasked with exploring a world teeming with, well, not very much at all, beyond its prevalence of bugs, that is. Though there was certainly potential for Wonder to be a tranquil reinvention of a genre typically focused on conquest and repetitious murder, it failed to fill the void with anything that held interest for more than about 15 minutes. The ambition is laudable, but the follow-through was just laughable. Number 3. Basement Crawl Basement Crawl is an embarrassingly lazy attempt to give the Bomberman formula an edgy reskin, yet between its lack of a compelling personality and its failure to successfully replicate Bomberman's beloved gameplay, it was a whole lot of nothing. Despite supporting up to eight players online, the game features only four characters to choose from, inviting low expectations from the jump. From there, Basement Crawl gives players just a few options to tailor the experience, a meager selection of modes and maps, and dishes up an unhealthy serving of bugs to add insight to injury. Hilariously, developers Bloober Team eventually remade the game for the Nintendo Switch under the new moniker Brawl, wherein it received, uh, well, only marginally more positive reviews, having been largely ignored by most critics. And yet, despite a ludicrous 27 meta score, it is still not the worst-reviewed PS4 game ever. Number 2. Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma Developed by the ironically monikered Redacted Studios, Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma was originally entitled Volume 1 in a planned trilogy. But after this inaugural effort was rightly dogpiled by critics, the game was pulled from stores within two months, with refunds issued and the remaining two entries cancelled. A shockingly inept follow-up to its actually pretty good predecessor, Afro Samurai 2 is a disaster in every way that a game can be. From the deal-breaker of its atrocious combat to its mediocre graphics, eye-roll-worthy writing and, of course, terrible voice acting. It is a textbook example of how not to develop a game, and the fact that Publisher vs. Evil actually allowed it to be released before pulling it is just completely baffling. Nowadays, the game lives on only through Let's Play videos for the morbidly curious. And number one, Life of Black Tiger. Though Life of Black Tiger's metascore isn't as low as Afro Samurai 2, that's only because this game was such an abomination that most quarters of the gaming press couldn't even bring themselves to review it. Originally released for iOS and Android back in 2014, Life of Black Tiger was cheekily ported to the PS4 in 2017 by developers One Games. And not only did Sony deem it fit for human consumption, they even bloody promoted it on the official PlayStation YouTube channel. For all intents and purposes, Life of Black Tiger is shovelware, an ultra-low piece of digital garbage which scarcely even meets the legal definition of a video game. To comment upon its terrible visual presentation, infuriating gameplay and array of glitches is simply to state the obvious. Because the internet just loves sarcasm though, the game touts a user score of 7.3 on Metacritic, with numerous apparent reviews touting it as a masterpiece. Far more entertaining than the game itself, however, is Jim Sterling's red-hot takedown of it. So I suggest you watch that, because you will have a much better time with it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.